This is Registry, a podcast from Apple Supply Publishing and Classic Gunpoint. One film that should be on the registry but isn't and you can make some very good arguments both for and against, is Atomic Cafe. Now, this was made in the 1980s when the Cold War was still going strong. We had Reagan in the White House, and there was, there was still this sense that the Soviets could bomb us at any minute, which, of course, patently ridiculous, because, really, no one wanted a nuclear war. It really became, it was really apparent by the 70s that it wasn't going to happen, even when tensions ramped up. But one of the things that was happening was filmmakers started re-examining our opinions towards the bomb. And one of the ways they did that was looking at the old films that we had produced of the nuclear revolution. And... Atomic Cafe is a compilation film of a lot of different clips from, I think something like 40 or so, films made in the 50s and 60s and 40s even, that expressed the paranoia of that time. And this is sort of, when you're looking at this film, it's sort of a third wave, I guess, is how you could sort of consider it. Because you had... The first wave, which was the initial creation of the films like The Trendy Test, uh, The Bikini Atoll Tests. Then you had the second wave, which was the films that used that footage and those concepts to sell the idea that the Soviets were the biggest problem that we had to deal with and that nuclear power was going to be the safe, the safety. Our nuclear arsenal was what was going to save us and how we should deal with the existence of the nuclear arsenal. Things like duck and cover come to mind. This was the third wave of that, and that was examination of that concept, of that I, those ideas within the context of art. So the first one is science, the second one is culture, and the third one is aesthetic. That's hugely, huge evolution there. And I understand one of the reasons why it's not on is that it is, there's no voice of God. There's no narration. It's just clips allowed to speak for themselves. There's a couple of uh, text pieces, but that's about it. By allowing the text itself to, or the films themselves to speak, it's actually making a far more powerful statement than if there was a full narration going. Because exactly because this is what we said. This is what was told to us. And that's a far more powerful message than interpreting what was told to us. Merely giving us the examples is so much more powerful. And it's a well-made film. It's entertaining. There are some great juxtapositions of uh, moments, of outtakes, basically, uh, right before Truman spoke and, you know, the laughing and then a deadly serious message. Just great little stuff like that that I think really makes this an ideal registry choice. The argument against it, of course, is, well, we should put these original films onto the registry separately. 
Uh, the Trinity test film should certainly be on there. Uh, the Bikini Atoll test, probably. Uh, maybe one of them. Uh, and in fact, putting them in as a group, uh, the U.S. Nuclear Re- Regulatory Energy, or what it was the Defense Atomic DACA, was what I think it was originally called. Uh, that would probably be a good entry. But ducking, and Duck and Cover is already on to sort of cover that cultural idea. But there's nothing that represents the art that came out of that. And really, Atomic Cafe is the best example.